الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد We're now going to go into علوم القرآن علوم القرآن The way that we're going to be going through the class today is in the following. We're going to do a ta'rif. We're going to define bil-ayah, ta'rif bil-ayah, wa-surah. We're going to do the definition of what? Inda ulama al-Qur'an. So number one, we're going to define what it means, ayah, verse, ayah, what does it mean? And what does surah mean? What is the definition of ayah and surah? The word ayah, lughatan, it means al-alama, sign. It's a sign. Are you with me, brothers? The word ayah, what does it mean in the language? It means al-alama, sign. The signs of Allah, how much? Well, the scholars, they mentioned it's how many types? Ayat, which are what? Ayat, kawniyah, and ayat. Allah Azza wa Jalla. He has placed for us ayat kawniyah, universal signs. Sah? What did he place for us? Universal signs, ayat which are kawniyah, universal. The stars, the moon, Allah mentions them a lot. Are you with me, brothers? Allah says about the believers, الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا سُبْحَانَكَ فَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ so what did they do? يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ They look over the sky, the sun, the moon, and they say, رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا Oh Allah, you did not create this without a purpose. There was an aim and objective behind it. And then look at their pondering, what did they say after that? سُبْحَانَكَ فَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ Oh Allah, protect us from the punishment of the hellfire. The second one is ayat shar'iyyah. And that's where Allah mentioned, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ مَعَلَىٰ قُلُوبٍ أَقْفَالُهَا Do they not ponder on the, the Qur'an or are there locks on their hearts? Another place Allah says, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ وَلَوْ كَانَ مِنْ عِنْدِ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ لَوَجَدُوا فِيهِ اِخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا Pondering over the verses of Allah. These are two signs. Are you with me brothers? The universal signs and the what? Which one are we talking about like in? We're going to be talking about the shari'i ones, inshallah. We're not going to be talking about the universal signs. So when we speak about it now, according to the definition that we give it, we're going to give it according to the ulama'il Qur'an. So it's the shari'i definition. Okay? What does the word ayah mean? It means jumlah min kalamillahi azza wa jalla. Istilahan, what does it mean? 
jumlah min kalamillahi it's a portion technically it means jumlah min kalamillahi azza wa jalla mundarija fi suratin min al-qur'ani it's a jumla a portion from what min kalamillahi from the speech of allah it's a portion of the speech of allah azza wa jalla mundarija but it falls under fi suratin min al-qur'ani fi surah min al-qur'ani That's the definition the scholars give. It's a portion of the speech of Allah that falls under surah. Falls under surah. So it's ayat. You all know what ayah means. Okay. Um, such as qawluhu ta'ala thumma nadar thumma abasa wa basar. That's an ayah. We've defined what an ayah what an ayah means. What does surah mean? We now need to know what a surah means. Hey, does anyone know what a surah means? Huh? What does it mean? It means chapter, right, in English. It's ta'ifah mustaqillah. Ta'ifah mustaqillah. طائفه مستقله من ايات القران الكريم من ايات القران الكريم يا اصطلاحا ستريت اواي ذات مطلع ومقطع ذات مطلع ومقطع So we've defined surah and ayat. You guys look for the de- linguistic definition for the word surah, inshallah ta'ala. Homework, okay? Try to get the linguistic definition of the word surah. So we defined what ayah means linguistically and technically. We've defined what surah means technically. It's ta'ifatul mustaqilla. It's a portion of verses that came together that made a chapter okay the second point that we're going to go to right now is ah second point today's class is tartib tartibul ayat the order and the sequence of the ayat hal huwa is it هل هو من هل هو من قبيل الاجتهاد أم من قبيل التوقيف Question here Are the sequence of the ayat in the Quran are they based on ijtihad 
independent reasoning. The scholars, they strived hard and they put the order of the Qur'an like this or the companions, they're the ones who ordered the Qur'an like this. Or is this based on Qur'an? Is it based on Allah commanding the Prophet to do it in this way? Are we all together brothers? It's a question. The order that we see the Qur'an today in, was it based upon the companion saying, you know what, let's put this verse before this one. Or let's put that verse over there. Or is it based upon min qabili tawqif? Or is it something that was actually taken from Allah Azza wa Jal? Jibreel taught the Prophet and said, put it here and put it there. The last is correct. That it is tawqif. The evidence is two things. I'm going to bring you hadith. And then I'm going to bring you ijma' consents. Consents is the evidence for us, right? I'm going to mention four scholars who brought the consensus. So the, the scholars who transmitted the consensus are, are there are more than four, but I'll just mention four for you. The first one is who? As-Suyuti in his kitab Al-Itqan Abu Bakr al-Baqillani. In his Al-Intisar Al-Zamakhshari. His Kishaf and Zarkashi. In his Burhan. All of these, they transmitted consent. Suyuti, Jalaluddin Suyuti, Abu Bakr al Baqillani, Al Zamakhshari, and Al Zarkashi. Suyuti mentions it in his Ilitqan. Abu Bakr al Baqillani, he mentions it in his Kitab al Intisar. Zamakhshari, he mentions it in his Kishaf. And Zarkashi, he mentions it in what? Zarkashi, he mentions it in his Al-Burhan. Consents. They all said there's no dispute. Okay? Good. But I need to bring in the hadith that proves that the ayat of the Quran is tawqif. And la majala lil The evidence for that is the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ahmed narrated in his Musnad. Imam Ahmed, he narrated in his Musnad that Uthman ibn Abi As, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, Kuntu jalisan inda Rasulillah. One day, I was sitting with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Idh shakhasa bibasarihi. The Prophet, he gazed his eyes and he looked up and down. Idh sawwabah thumma wada'ahu. He looked up and he looked down. And the Prophet then said, Atani Jibreel. Jibreel just came to me. Fa'amarani, he commanded me. And he commanded me that I place this verse in this place. Min of this surah. And then it was the ayah, Inna Allah ya'murukum. Inna Allah ya'murukum bil adli. Inna Allah ya'muru bil adli wal ihsani wa ita'idhi al this ayah, he said, Jibreel just came to me and he commanded me to take this verse and to place it in where? In Surah Al-Nahl. He commanded me, place it there. Are we all together, brothers? So what does that show you? It shows you that this issue is 
Are you there, brothers? And there's another hadith, another hadith that shows the companions, they didn't have no, they did not have any, what do you call it? Ijtihad uh, in the issue of the order of the ayat. The evidence for that is, the evidence for that is, Uthman radiallahu anhu when he was compiling the Quran Ibn Zubair came to him Abdullah ibn Zubair he came to Uthman ibn Affan and he came to him regarding the ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah he came to him and he said to him this ayah it's before the ayah that is abrogated it's before the ayah that is abrogating. And generally, which one comes first? The one that's abrogated comes first, and then the one that's been abrogated comes after. So he said, why don't you just change the order so people know that this one abrogated this one? And what did Uthman say? No. We can't change this. Are you there, brothers? And he did not allow him. And he said, I'm not going to change it. That shows you that the Sahabas, they didn't have no ijtihad in this issue. Are you there, brothers? So how do we reconcile between the Mus'haf of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud and other people whose Mus'haf had different orders of the ayat? Are you there, brothers? How do you reconcile between that? Because some of the Sahabas, some of the companions, their Mus'haf, the order was different. The scholars, they responded by saying, like Jalaluddin al-Suyuti in his Kitab al-Itqan, he said that the response is they had the order before, or they had this order before Ardatul Akhira, the last presentation of the Quran. The last time Jibreel came and presented the whole Quran to the Prophet. Are you with me, brothers? That order that was given, some of them didn't have it because the Quran was coming down, they were writing it as it, as it came. Are you with me, brothers? Does that make sense? So, Zayd ibn al-Harith, what did he have? Zayd ibn al-Harith had the Ardatul Akhira, the last, the last presentation of the Quran. He had that. And he, he was the one who Uthman gave the, the, the delegation and the job of the, bringing the Quran. And then the companion all agreed upon this one. Are you there, brothers? Never did they differ on the order of the Quran after that. Does that make sense, brothers? I hope that clears everything for you. Another point that we want to speak about is um, the order of the ayat. Adadul ayat. The order, the number of ayat in the Quran. Okay? What is the number of ayat that we have in the Quran. The scholars all agree, okay, that the bare minimum is how much? 6,200. That's all agreed upon by everybody. There's a dispute after that. That's the bare minimum. No one's gone lower than that. But there came khilaf after that. 
How much is it? Everybody, many qawl, aqwal, numbers were mentioned of what it was exactly. What concerns us here is Kufiyin and the Basriyin, they have different ways of counting. Where did that come from? Did it come from one was bringing an extra verse and the other one saying, no, this is not part of the Quran. Is that what it was? No. This is important that you understand this. This is the Shia what they use to say that the Quran is what? Muharraf. The Quran is distorted. They said even the Sunni scriptures mention that the, Quran, the number of verses. It's not only us. Are you there, brothers? Uh, the Sunnis don't believe that there's an extra verse that a party is bringing and the other one is saying, take it out. That's not. No. The khilaf is, is this ayah two or is it one ayah? Are you with me, brothers? Ihdina sirat al-mustaqim Sirat al-ladheena an'amta alayhim Ghayri al-maghdubi alayhim wa al-dhalin A group of scholars believe that's two verses. Or is it one verse? Are you there, brothers? That's where the khilaf is coming from. Should we make these two verses? Or should we make it what? Or should we make it one verse? Am I making sense here? Okay, where did that problem come from? Why are they even arguing whether this should be made into two or one? Where did this come from? The reason is because the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he would recite those verses, sometimes he would stop there to teach the companions that this was a verse. And sometimes he would connect it. Those who were taught yesterday, those who were taught yesterday that this is a verse because the Prophet would stop, every, where would he stop? He will stop at the beginning of every, the ending of every verse. So they would know that it's a verse. Good. But if a person came the day after and the Prophet connected it, what would he realize? He would think it's what? All one. So this is where it came from the numbers and the dispute amongst them. Are you there, brothers? Are we all together? I'm trying to summarize the aqwal and the views for you. We've discussed that. Now we're going to go into the surah of the Quran. Surah al-Quran. Ha, fadl. Is the, the order, so we mentioned tartib al-ayat, now we're going to mention tartib al-suwar. The order of the surah. Is it مِنْ قَبِيلِ الْإِجْتِهَادِ أَمَا مِنْ قَبِيلِ التَّوْقِيفِ Is it based upon independent reasoning? Or is it based upon Allah chose the order of the Qur'an? This one, it does not have ijma'. So there's no ijma'. There's a khilaf in this issue. Are we all together, brothers? This one has what? Khilaf. And the khilaf is only three. This is where I summarized it. The khilaf is how many? Three khilaf. Three difference of opinion. The order of the surah of the Quran, is it from Allah or is it based upon the companion's independent reasoning? Is it based upon the ijtihad? There are three views. The first view says, this is from Allah. Baqarah and Ali Imran and Nisa, it's from Allah. The order is from Allah. That's the first view. The second view they see it is to be what? 
أَنَّهُ اجْتِهَادِي It's what? Ijtihad. It's all based upon what? It's all ba- based upon ijtihad. Independent reasoning. The third view is some of the surahs of the Quran are ijtihadi and some of them are tawqifi. So third view is what? Some of the surah of the Quran is what? Tawqifi and some of it is what? Ijtihadi. And the strongest opinion is that the old, the surahs of the Quran are what? Tawqifi. The first view is the strongest. We won't discuss it more why and how. Last point, inshallah ta'ala. The first view, which is that it's, it is Tawqifi, is the strongest opinion. We're now going to take the last point, which is Aqsamu Tartibul Masahif. This Mus'haf that we have, how is it organized? Sorry, before I go into that, how many surahs in the Quran are there? 1-1? One, one? 114. Sorry. That's the strongest. Okay. Yeah? We're going to now go, go into Aqsamu Tartib al-Mus'haf. This Mus'haf that we have, how do we organize it? Okay? This order of the Mus'haf is broken into four. And the person who broke it into four is the Prophet Sallallahu in the hadith Al Imam Ahmad narrated in his Musnad, Min Hadithi Wathirat ibn al Asqa, Radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the Messenger وسلم, he divided the Quran and the surahs of the Quran into four. The surah into four. The first one is Sab'ut Tiwal. Sab' at Tiwal. Sab'ut Tiwal is the seven lengthy surahs. Write that down. Seven lengthy surah. Okay, this is important that you write this down because the Prophet categorized the surahs of the Quran. The first one is Sab'ut Tiwal. You know what the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith? The Prophet ﷺ, Sab'ut Tiwal, the seven lengthy surahs. You know what the Prophet said, alayhi salatu wasalam? The Prophet said, Man man faqiha. Anyone who understands As-Sab'ut Tiwali, the seven lengthy surahs, فَهُوَ حَبْرٌ What's a habr? Alim. These seven surahs I'm going to mention, if you memorize them, and if you understand them, you are a scholar. I didn't say that. Who said that? Nabiullah Muhammad said that. These seven surahs, you memorize them, and you understand them. You are a scholar. Surah Al-Baqarah. It's the seven that they're all in order. Other than Fatiha, order. Baqarah, Ali Imran, Surah Al Nisa, Surah Al Ma'idah, Surah Al An'am, Surah Al A'raf, and Surah Al Anfal and Tawbah, because there's no Basmala between the two of them. So it's one. Are you there, brothers? Saba'at-Uwali. So just write up to what? Surah Al Tawbah. From Surah Al-Baqarah to Surah Al-Tawbah. It is Baqarah, Al-Imran, Surah Al-Nisa, Surah Al-Ma'idah, Surah Al-An'am, Surah Al-A'raf, Surah Al-Anfal, and then Surah Al-Tawbah. These are seven what? 
seven lengthy surahs. If you memorize them and if you learn them and you understand them, you are a scholar. Are you there, brothers? The second is Al-Mi'een. Al-Mi'een means what? The Prophet called it this name. The Prophet called the first one Sab'a Tiwal. The second one, the Prophet called it what? Al-Mi'een. Mi'een. What does Mi'een mean? The hundreds. It's called the hundreds. What is it called? The hundreds. What are they? It's every surah in the Quran that it's a hundred or a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Any surah in the Quran that you see that surah is a hundred or a little bit more. Other than the seven that we mentioned. Other than the seven. It's a hundred or a little bit more. What is that called? Al-Mi'een. The third categorization is what? Al-Mathani. Al-Mathani means what? The surahs that repeat. What does it repeat? It repeats fara'id, hudud, qisas, and amthal. It repeats the obligations. You see this obligation was mentioned somewhere else. Okay, it's repeating something. That was already mentioned. Or the capital punishments. Or stories that have been mentioned. In that surah, it's been mentioned somewhere else. It's repeating it. This is called Mathani. Mathani is repetition. The word Mathani means what? Repetition. Abdullah ibn Abbas, that's what he said. Number four is Al-Mufassal. Al-Mufassal. What is it? Mufassal is divided into three. The Mufassal is divided into three. Are you there, brothers? The first one is Tiwalul Mufassal. What is it? Tiwalul Mufassal. Tiwalul Mufassal is from Surah Al-Qaf to Surah Amma. Amma yati Surah Al-Naba. Amma yati Sa'alun. Qaf up to Amma, Al-Naba. The second one is Awsatul Mufassal. Awsatul Mufassal means the middle Mufassal. The middle. Tiwal, we already took the word Tiwal. Tiwal means the lengthy ones. The second one is Awsatul Mufassal. The Awsatul Mufassal is what? From Surah Al-Naba to Surah Al-Duha. To Surah Surah Al-Duha. And the third one is Qisarul Mufassal. Qisaru Qisarul Mufassal is from Surah Al-Duha to Surah Al-Nas. Are you there, brothers? No, no, it starts from the second one. No. And the scholars, they differed whether um, the Mufassal starts from Hujurat or Surah Al-Qaf. There's a khilaf. And Al-Ujhuri, he says in his line of poetry, he says, أَوَّلُ صُورَةٍ مِنَ الْمُفَصَّلِ الْحُجُرَاتِ لِعَبْسٍ وَهُوَ الْجَلِيُّ وَمِنْ عَبْسٍ لِسُورَةِ الضُّحَى وَاسْتُ وَمَا بَقِيَ قِصَارُهُ بِلَا شَطَطٍ he takes the opinion that Hujurat is, but 
But the strongest opinion is that the Mufassal is what? Qaf. How do we know? Are you there, brothers? Let's count. Do you know how, to, do you, know how you count to, to get to the Mufassal? We're going to count in odds until we can't do odd anymore. Sahih? Are you there, brothers? Till we can't, we can't do the odd. So here, let's take it. If we do it, the Quran, we take it all, take Surah Al-Fatiha out, start from Baqarah, Baqarah, Ali Imran, and then Surah Al-Nisa, that's three. Again, now you have to count five. Five from where? Ma'idah. You know, we just said Ali Imran, Surah Al-Nisa, and Surah We said Ma'idah, right? No, no, we didn't. We said Baqarah, Ali Imran, Surah Al-Nisa. So we now start from Ma'idah, Surah Al-An'am, Surah Al-A'raf, Surah Al-Anfal, and then Surah Al-Tawbah, five. And then we start... We do 7, we do 9, we do 11, we do 13, we do 15, we carry on like that. 17, 19, we go on. And when we read Surah Al-Qaf, the odd numbers won't carry on. Because too much. Are you with me? Anyone whose mind's absent, فَلْيُبَلِّغِ الشَّاهِدْ مِنْكُمُ الْغَائِبِ The one whose mind was present, let him convey to the one whose mind was absent. Okay? I'll stop there inshaAllah ta'ala. A lot of you guys already go to sleep, I can see like... Anything which I have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me, Shaitan and Allah and His Messenger are free from it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illallah, astaghfiruka atubu ilayhi.